Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. We'll help you find that unicorn known as work-life balance and keep you laughing and learning every episode. So let's dive in. What are you doing? I'm eating. You said that. This episode was about food, so I brought my food. <laughs> you you can't eat and podcast at the same time. But but I'm hungry. You've held me hostage here, and I just I'm hungry. <laughs> you promised me this episode was about food. Okay? We we are going to dish about our favorite dishes. So I brought my favorite dish. You said bring your favorite dish. We're going to talk about it. I have to eat it. I I said talk about it, not eat it, though. I seriously can't take you anywhere. Well, you know, it's it's good. I I don't know what to tell you. Fine, I'll put it. All right. You know what? You can eat. I I will start this episode. um, You know, realtors live in their car, right? A lot of people live in their car. You got busy moms, busy dads, busy in whatever you're doing. And we spend a lot of time as humans in our cars. So um, we are going to go over, first of all, our favorite snacks for on the road. um, And then we're going to talk about our favorite recipes that are quick and easy because you don't have to slave over the stove for four hours to have a good meal. Mm-mm. I put this one together. Total, including sides, 15, 20 minutes. That's that's bomb because that goes by fast, right? Like you're running around, you're grabbing your dishes, your kids are screaming, we're starving, mm-hmm. beating the crap out of each other in the living room, and bing, bang, boom, you got some food to calm them all down, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's good too. All right. So I guess I'll start. So snacks, right? Um, I like to try to eat pretty healthy nowadays. I will say for a long time, like all through my teens and 20s when when I had an actual metabolism before I got old, um, when, when it came to like getting on the road and road trips, it was all about like junk food, right? It was like, give me some Oreos and some chips and like what, then that's why I ended up over 200 pounds, which is for another episode, but now I try to take healthy snacks on the road. Um, so I always like have uh, in my car protein bars. Those are always easy to go to. I what's like your what's your favorite brand? So I like RX bars because they are fully clean. They're all there. There's no added sugar to RX bars. Okay. Um, usually it's like a date, an egg. Um, in peanuts, which might sound disgusting, but they're absolutely delicious. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that you eat a bar, a brick of food that's made out of dates, eggs, and peanut butter? Yeah, and it's delicious. It's delicious. Try RX bars. You can buy a box of you. mini RX bars. All right, I have some in the kitchen. We're going to, we'll taste test after the break later, okay? So All right, try fair it. enough. There we go. Fair enough. Um, so I like RX bars. I like Cliff bars. They're really good too. They're pretty healthy for you. Um, but I, it, when we're talking about bars too, I want people read the freaking labels. Um, and Dave went to the store while we were in Minnesota and he gets this box of protein bars and I'm like, it's hilarious to me that they call these protein bars when they have 40 grams of carbs and three grams of protein. Don't blame him. They're carb bars. It's not his fault. It's advertising's <laughs> fault. So 
I want to start with that disclaimer. Like if you are trying to eat healthy, which I feel like everybody's really trying to tune into their health, you know, especially being earlier in the year, we might still be on our new year, new me kick. Um, But when it comes to eating healthy, if you get something that's in a box, which you need for your car, right? It has to be able to last a little while. Make sure you read those labels. Make sure you check into those macros. What is the protein count, the carb count? The fat count, especially because a lot of those bars are very high fat and high fat means high calorie, which means it's not actually healthy for you. So don't just accept that it says protein on it, that it's a good thing. It's a lie in a in a package. It is a lie in a package. So I like to keep some good healthy protein bars. Um, I usually keep jerky in there, which I know people are listening like, oh, it's full of, you know, sodium, blah, 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 blah. It is high protein. It will do the job when you're on the road. Um, and then usually I have like a bag of pistachios in there. And those are like three things that will last long time and are easy to grab um, and can kind of always just be in there. And then when I know I'm going to go out for the day, I try to pack snacks like um, I have my little my little lunch box with a little ice pack in there. Um, baby carrots are easy. Celery sticks are easy. Uh, cherry tomatoes are easy. Fruit, of course, apples, bananas, cheese sticks, especially since you have your little, you know, ice pack in there, the cheese stick will stay cold. Um, Greek yogurt is an easy one. Boiled eggs. I am able to peel a boiled egg with one hand. Okay. Because... <laughs> It is a great source of protein. We should have pre-boiled some eggs so you could prove that. I know. One day I was like, this has to be like, you know, a Guinness Book of World Records that I can peel an egg with one hand. Just from driving and peeling. (laughs) Yes. I feel like like you're just sitting there just... I don't know. It's I feel like that would be just like patting your head and rubbing your tummy. Right, right. <laughs> and then with bananas, you know, I, I got you on that kick where I will take a tortilla, like an Olay wrap, yep. um, and then put a little bit of peanut butter in it and wrap my banana up in it and put it in a napkin. And like, that's an easy, really good, sustainable snack. I have been adding cinnamon. Ooh. I've been sprinkling cinnamon. Or mixing, like I'll take my peanut butter or my, at our house, because the kids, the kids at school is like all nut free. So there's no nuts, which is fine, whatever. Um, I'll spend $49 on an eight ounce jar of sunflower seed butter, sure. Um, But I'll mix like some cinnamon oil. I've got some essential oils. um, And that just gives it a little kick, a little bit, like if you're sick. Because me, my biggest problem is I like variety. I like a ton of variety. My husband, he could eat the same thing over and over so long as it was fried fish, mashed potatoes, <laughs> and green beans. You know, but um, I like variety. So I love the banana wraps because they it's something that you can just like wrap up in tinfoil. It'll keep for the most part. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard, I feel like, in Michigan, especially coming up to the spring, because you're like, okay, yesterday was 50 degrees, and I definitely needed the ice pack in my lunchbox. Today it's two, so everything is frozen. Um, but the other thing that I've learned from you is frozen grapes. I like mm. those, too. Yes, those are a fave. I've had... I actually have some grapes in the fridge that probably could go in the freezer right now. So um, it's a great way to like if you're not moving through fruit fast enough um, to go ahead and freeze your grapes, freeze your bananas because they are they they it's like having ice cream. It's oh, speaking of ice cream, super quick recipe. So um, all you need is I'll take my bananas that are getting ready to die. I'll slice them up. 
and I'll freeze them overnight. And then I'll take like a can of coconut milk and you put it in the back of the fridge to cool it off so all of the cream solidifies. Then you take that, you blend it up with the bananas, stick it back in the freezer and you have some like all natural ice cream. It's so freaking good. I could die. You could sprinkle some like dark chocolate chips in there too. Just blew her mind. Look at I that. I did. You did. I want some of this like right now. I'm mm, starving. It's so. so good. That's a, that's a Mama Higgins special right there. Love it. She has some great healthy recipes. We'll have to have her on one day so she can give us some some extra uh, and a, a part two to yummy food to have as a realtor. Yeah, we'll have to ask. <laughs> we'll have to ask her about her date balls. <laughs> her, her her chocolatey date balls. Okay, let's hurry up and switch that before it goes <laughs> What other snacks do you keep in your car, guys? Um. Uh. So I eat the baby food pouches. I won't even lie to you. Um, Plum Organics makes a very delightful banana pumpkin blend. It keeps. It hits that sugar, you know, like if you're driving in the car. Because a lot of times it can be spontaneous being a realtor. You're at the office. You think you're going to wrap up your floor time. Nope. Someone needs to go see houses until 8 o'clock. So having stuff in the car is super important if you're trying to avoid fast food or if you don't have time to hit that line. I cannot. It always it never ceases to amaze me. How many people will sit in a line at Tim Hortons or Starbucks or somewhere like that for a cup of coffee or some donuts? So I keep the baby food in the car. Same with beef jerky. I love beef jerky because you come to a place where like your body's just craving that protein and and having that on hand is super awesome. Um, I, on the other hand, I keep Twizzlers in my car because I have a problem. <laughs> and I always have a bottle of water or 79 in my car um, because between me and the kids or whoever else, like always thirsty. I've actually been showing houses in the middle of summer and they're vacant houses. The, the utilities aren't on. Um, I've had water that I was able to give to my clients and things like that. But the only thing is, is like in the summertime or depending on where you're at, you have to keep an eye on those things because having the plastic heat up for too long can make the water yucky. Yeah, Just for sad. sure. For sure. Um, what let's let's talk meals meals right so we both have kids my kids are older now so I cook a lot less than I used to oh that's nice it is nice for you it is nice for me (laughs) um I would have kept cooking for them but they revolted because I put squash in too many things and I just you know stopped wanting to fight I'm like fine and for yourselves and so they got Dave to start cooking (laughs) (laughs) dad mom sneaky vegetables my girlfriend Amanda actually she had a uh, shout out to Amanda Lang amazing amazing mom so she taught me how to sneak because because Casey's super picky Amanda taught me how to sneak veggies into spaghetti she her her family has trouble eating carrots so she'll um, shred up some carrots or get the already shredded carrots and sneak them into the spaghetti sauce Mm. sorry Amanda if you're kids are listening to this totally ruined your secret um or like um I would put squash in Casey's macaroni and cheese because it's already orange um and you're already eating it so shut up and eat your vegetables right so that's funny you mentioned spaghetti because for 
a couple years, I had switched to spaghetti squash for our spaghetti. So I wasn't making regular noodles. I was using the spaghetti squash and, you know, shredding it up. And the kids, I would be like, it's spaghetti. And they'd eat the spaghetti. And one day Trent had a friend over. His friend Zach came over and Zach's like, your mom's making squash. I'm not eating that. And he's like, no, she's making spaghetti. And he's like, that is squash. And Trent's like, is is that squash mom? And I'm like, it's spaghetti squash. And he was like, never again. Like that, that was the end all be all. Like, and that, and he never saw that friend ever again, did right? he? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you have no friends. <laughs> Divulging all my secrets. I was so mad. And I was like, so then from there on out, like literally everything I make, he go, is this squash? Is this squash? And like after a while, I, was, I, I would make food. So the way I used to do it is um, I would take my Google Calendar. I would go online. I would get. I would take one day, okay, take Sunday, and I would carve out like three hours mm-hmm. of my Sunday. And I know it sounds like a lot of time, but you're doing this one time. One time you sit for three hours. And you save yourself. A ton of time over the year. So I would sit for those three hours and I would plan out – Every single dinner that I was going to make for six months. Shut up. And on my Google calendar, every single day it had what we were going to eat for the next six months. And then after I made it, I would move that meal from that day to six months later. So I would only repeat a dish twice a year And I had every day already decided. So one time a year, I planned out all of my meals for the year. They were all on the Google calendar. So there was zero, like, what are we going to eat today? Um, We were making sure we were eating healthy. We had vegetables. It was a lot of one-pot meals, like um, slow cooker meals, Mm -hmm. your Instapot meals. So it was very easy because I would break it down to, okay, let me pick five five meats or proteins or even three meats or proteins if you want to keep it simple. So, you know, turkey breast, um, chicken breast, and maybe beef, right? And you can get a big thing of beef, chop up some, um, slice up some, same with your chicken. And I would make, I would take a big gallon bag and I would put my, separate my meats into, you know, five gallon bags. And I would only do five days. Saturday and Sunday were like leftover days. So sure. whatever you liked, or if you want to kind of pick a free for all. Yeah. But every day of the week, I had, you know, a, a gallon Ziploc bag. I'd put my meat in, I'd put my veggies in, I'd put my seasonings in, and then I'd pop them in the freezer. And then the night before, I'd set them either in the sink or in the crisper to dethaw. And then in the morning, I dumped them in the pot, hit the button, and left. Yeah. So super, super easy. I just had to spend one day, three hours planning. And then each Sunday, I would Kroger click list my food, put it in the cart, order the cart, bring it home, Put it all out on the corner, food prep for the week, and I was done. That was it. I didn't have to think about food for the whole rest of the week. And it was so nice. And I say was because now instead of doing that, because I'm the only one like still eating super, super clean and on a plan and stuff like that. Now I go to a place, um, we have them in Michigan, it's called Primalate, P-R-I-M-E. A-E-L-T-E or something along the lines. Google it. Um, But they do all my food prep for me. So I literally walk in. I get 10 meals for 50 bucks. And I bring them home. And I just pop them in the microwave. And they're 
they're delicious. They're delicious. And it has all your micro, your macro counts right on it. That's cool. So that totally works for me. Um, and then, you know, me or Dave will cook the kids a meal. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I feel like dinner time, especially uh, moms and dads, if you're in this industry or period, really, that can be so stressful. It can be so stressful. But also, like my like my daughter Casey I've mentioned she's super she's super picky so you know once a week we're having tacos once a week we're having spaghetti once a week we're having hot dogs right and being able to plan it out like you're saying to where everybody can see it everybody knows what we're having that takes the surprise away from driving home from school and because we would get before we started doing stuff like that you pick the kids up immediately they're hungry right can I have a snack no we're going to have dinner in an hour and a half. You're not going to have a snack. Okay, what's for dinner? Um, chicken and veggies. <gasps> you know what I mean? Like super meltdown. I don't want it. Blah, blah, blah. So now there's no surprises. And the other thing, can I just can I just shout out to parents right now? Like don't I, – I, I've stopped arguing with Casey. She would throw an epic fit. I just look at her and I'm like, that's fine. If you don't, if you don't want to eat what we have, don't eat. You know, and sometimes, most often, she will sit down eventually and eat what we're having sure. because I don't usually make things that she doesn't like because I know she doesn't like them, mm-hmm. right? Um, but other times, she's like, you know what? I'm just going to go to bed and that'll be the end of that. So, like, please shout Good out night. to all the parents, you know, like, stop arguing with your picky eater. If they don't want to eat what you make, then just... I mean, my husband, sometimes he'll feel bad and he'll be like, well, we can at least give them what they feed people in prison. You can have water and some bread and then she'll <laughs> go to bed, you know, and and I'm just like, OK, but I'm in the same boat as you. Like before we started prepping, it was super chaotic. What are we going to make? You know, things like that. But I do the same thing now. I'll get a big thing of chicken and I'll slice I'll slice some up for fajitas, chop some veggies and, and onions, onions of veggie, peppers and onions that goes in a bag to marinate with some oil and and the fajita seasoning. Right. Mm-hmm. So then my next I'm going to chunk up and I'm going to have that for Alfredo, you know, or I'm going to fillet them and we're just going to have chicken and veggies. Um, and I think that another big stressful part for for parents really is you know, wanting to feed your family like really good food. And I know as a mom, like I love the feeling of making like this big old meal and everybody's happy and, you know, we're all eating our food, but it doesn't have to be this big thing. We're like in front of the friggin' stove all day long. Yeah, for sure. Last night, um, Trent came home and he's like, oh, I'm starving. And I'm like, okay, what do you want? Running through, running through. He's like, oh, I don't want any of those. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make tortellini with garlic bread. And he's like, Okay, and tortellini with garlic bread, the whole house loves it. And it's something that's hearty. They get protein. They get pasta. They feel full. Um, And it's not junky, right? It's not fried. It's not greasy. So you feel good about making it. And it's as simple as I take a bag of tortellini. I boil it. I put the sauce in a pan. Pop the garlic bread in the oven. It is maybe 15 minutes plate it up, go to town. Um, and all the kids are like, oh, this is great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm like, oh, yeah, I sweat for like all of five seconds. Right. You know? We do the same thing with ravioli. Ravioli is a big win at our house. Um, I have to get the meat and the cheese because we all eat all of it. But I also crack a spaghetti sauce jar and an Alfredo jar 
because I'm one of those weird people. I mix my Alfredo really? sauce with my... I love it. It's I've so good. Um, I always thought it was gross, never having tried it, until I met um, Heather Covell. And she one day, I don't remember if she brought it in or if it came back with her from lunch. But I remember looking, I'm like, that doesn't look like Skeddy sauce. She's like, girlfriend, mm-hmm. it is both sauces. I'm like, what? So now I'm I'm a double saucer. Interesting. So just to follow that up too, one thing I have learned the hard way over time that I think could help maybe some parents out there um, for years and years and years and years and years. And sometimes Dave, I noticed still does it. Um, we would make the kids plates, right? So we make a plate, we sit it in front of them and then we're like, eat your dinner. And then they eat four bites and they're like, eh, I'm done. So like last night they're like looking and like waiting for the plates. I'm like, make your plates because I don't know how hungry you are. You might be four bowls hungry or you might be two bites hungry. And if I pile this big old plate on there and then I'm sitting there fighting with you to finish it, like that's no fun for either of us. But if I'm like, here you go, here's the spoon, here's the food, make your plate, you're going to plate what you're hungry for, right? And that's going to eliminate the argument. And if you make your kids eat, when they're full, guess what? You are developing so many eating problems for them in the future because I'm going to raise my hand as someone who will eat until I hate myself instead of eating until I'm full um, because that's just what was ingrained in me. Like you sit and you eat until your plate is empty. Right. And so we're not we're not doing ourselves any favors by you know, making this plate for our kids and then getting mad at them when they don't eat it. And we're not doing them any favors because in the future they have awful relationships with food. Um, And I think most parents have have fallen into doing that at one time or another because we're like, oh, we'll just make the plates. It'll be easier. But we don't know how hungry they are. So that's a good point. It just it just makes it harder for all of us. Yeah, that's a good point. So, okay, so let's take a pause to hear a word from our sponsors. And then when we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can make an amazing, uh, I know like it's not four course, but it's an amazing meal in less than 20 minutes and everybody's going to love it. I have one to share too. You don't get to share. (laughs) We'll be right back. You're listening to the Elite Life. Elite Life. We'll be right back after this message. Get real estate coaching and training with MyStarsAcademy.com. The Agent Accelerator Program puts expert training right in your pocket that you can access from any phone, tablet, or computer 24-7, 365 days. Whether you're a new agent, a seasoned vet, or a broker with a team of agents to train, MyStarsAcademy.com has everything you need to be successful to scale and grow in real estate. So head over to MyStarsAcademy.com today so you can have a better tomorrow. Welcome back to the Elite Life. Business and life talks to help you get a little better every day. Here are your hosts, Kylie and Trish. And we are back with more grit, grace, real estate, and food. Yeah, so our producer Dave, producer Dave. Producer Dave. Handed us these little packages. Um, this is, this is an RX bar Mm -hmm. and, um, mine says chocolate sea salt, but I was just informed that that's not the good one. Nope. The good one is, um, 
Peanut butter chocolate. Mm. Yeah, we'll see Peanut about that. makes everything better. All right, so here we go. So I'm going to open this. because she to- So it says one and a half egg whites, three almonds, two cashews, one date, no BS. Yeah. Right? So you don't expect that to taste very good. Yeah, mine has one and a half egg whites, seven peanuts, and one date. Also no BS. Hmm. All right. Let's see. I think it's going to taste like garbage. Well, mine's delicious, so. Oh, <laughs> <Lutty> I'm <laughs> so delicious. Oh, my God. It's delicious. Keep eating. Taste. I'm not sure if delicious is the word I would use for these. No. I feel like you've been eating healthy for so long, you've just desensitized yourself to good food. <laughs> Dave is also agreeing with you over there. <laughs> Producer Dave is nodding his head. Listen, these are not bad. Definitely had worse. However, they're not bad. I'll take my Twizzlers and my baby food pouch, though. You know, the baby food pouch isn't that weird, too. Probably people are listening are like, what the heck? You ate baby food. But when I was training for my marathon last year, my nutrition coach was like, you should get baby food pouches to put in your running vest. And I'm like, who wants to eat baby food? And she's like, dude, just try it. You do. It was delicious. Yes. The happy tots. Um, mm-hmm. I got like apple cinnamon oats. Mm-hmm. Super good. That's a good one. Yeah. I try all the baby food before I feed it to Everett. Ryan thinks that's weird. Like the other day. He doesn't even warm up the baby's food. I'm like, what are you doing? You're abusing our son, not warming up his food. Um, Amanda doesn't either. Nice shout out. Another shout out to Amanda. I I give you props, then I throw you under the bus. It's been 18 years since, you know, Trent had baby food, but I, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember warming it up either. What is wrong with you people? I mean, maybe I did. I okay, know. okay, okay. So I got into this um, this RX bar. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you're craving something healthy, chewy, that'll hit that sweet spot, this is not bad. See? And you need a snack in your car. Like, if you're hangry, that's going to taste like like miraculous. Let's, yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. I've been so hungry where I've eaten things and I'm like, this is going to be terrible. And it was delightful. I yeah. mean, I have found things in my car. I mean, I have children, right? So they <laughs> drop things. So I have found things that I've eaten. You're like cold French fry. Do I do it? Do I do it? Yeah. Why not? I'm starving. That's like when Kaya, um, I came in the living room one day and I saw her chewing on something. I'm like... What you eating? Uh, couch nugget. Couch, couch nugget. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's a chicken nugget that has fallen into the couch or under the couch. And then I had to count back to how many days we last ate chicken nuggets. I'm like, okay, we had that yesterday for lunch, so it should be good. Unless it was a nugget from like last week, in which case she may have gotten poison. Um, She's got a pretty strong gut system going on. She's got a steel tummy. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I will have um, food out of the fridge that's been in there for eight, nine days. Like, there's food that I will eat. I I say 14 days is the cutoff. And, like, TJ at the office is like, that is disgusting. You are going to die of salmonella poisoning. And I'm like, no, bro, it's good for, like, 14 days in our fridge. Yeah, my dad's the same way. Like, the day the bread, the expiration date... And I'm like, Dad, it doesn't say expires. It says best used by. Me, I I don't have time for that. I don't have money for that. I'll eat bread until I open it and it smells like it's fermenting, right? So until then, 
It's good. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's bread. We've been keeping our bread in the refrigerator, and we find that that keeps it mm-hmm. um, better much longer than when we had it in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, you get all of that off your teeth. I will share my <laughs> recipe um, that the kids really like. It's not necessarily a healthy recipe, um, but Trent had had this at a friend's house. Uh, Tracy Queen, if you listen to my podcast, shout out to you. Um, and she, he came home and he's like, oh my gosh, mom, we had this amazing dish. And I'm like, oh, what was it? And he's like, I don't know. It had corn and tater tots. So I messaged her and she's like, oh girl, that's tater hot casserole it is done in like five seconds like it's super easy and I'm like all right shoot it over to me she's like this is it okay she's like you take a two three pounds of ground beef depending on how big you're doing it just brown your ground beef you know get the oil out and then put it on the bottom of a casserole dish take a can of creamed corn creamed 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 corn corn. yep take a can Mm. of creamed corn Put it over top of it. Um, Take a thing of sour cream. I know this sounds crazy. Take a a container of sour cream. Put that over top of the creamed corn. Then put a thin layer of cheese. Now I then take pre-cooked bacon and I put the pre-cooked bacon over that. And then a row of tater tots. And then sprinkle a little more cheese on top of it. Salt and pepper. Pop it in the oven. And just let it cook until those tater tots are golden. And the kids love it. They love it. Love it, love it, love it. See, I feel like a lot of those things you mentioned I can totally get on board with. And then, you you know, you hit creamed corn. And I'm like, what is happening here? It, it's just like I think it helps with something else that has a wetter texture to just keep it in that casserole consistency. Okay. Instead um, of becoming slop. Right. Exactly. <sighs> All right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Try it. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> Tell us yours. Tell us yours. Okay, okay, okay. So what I love, I learned this recipe <clears throat> from um, my spiritual mentor. Shout out to Darcy Foot for this because it is one reason why Ryan and I stay married. He loves my pot roast. <laughs> he loves Darcy's pot roast. Okay, so you get your pot roast. You get your roast. I forget the technical name of the cut from the cow. So you get your chunk of meat. You freeze it. You want to make sure it sits in the um, in the freezer at least for 24 hours, if not 48. And this is the key because you're going to cook it all day gone day. So you want to make sure that it stays moist. And that's the that's the whole secret. I could probably stop there. But then you get a um, you get a package of ranch dust. You get a package. Okay, so for those of you who don't speak Kylie's ranch dust is the little packet of like the ranch mix that you're supposed to put in like sour cream or mayonnaise, which to me is totally gross. But you sprinkle that on half on one side, half on one side, then you flip it, you sprinkle the other half on the other side after you get your oh, I gotta back up. So then you're gonna take the meat out of the freezer, you're gonna throw it in your crock pot. <laughs> Add meat to the pot roast. Add meat to, to pot roast. So you're going to put it in the pot roast you're, or in the crock pot. You sprinkle your dust and then you get a packet of the au jus dust mix. Put that half on one side, half on the other. Then you get a jar of like the whole pepperoncinis and um, you're going to plop some of those in there. I use like five to six and I always make sure one or two land on top. Then you're going to put maybe like an inch, inch and a half of water and then you cook it on low for like seven hours. When you come home, um, 
when you come home, it's going to be done. Then all you have to do is I cheat. So I use instant mashed potatoes. I'm sorry. I just I just do. Um, my my spiritual brother, Jeremy, he refuses to eat instant mashed potatoes. So when we have family dinner, I am not in charge of potatoes. So <laughs> I use instant mashed potatoes. That's five minutes. And then you steam some green beans. That's another three to five minutes and you're done. And you have a good hearty, filling, tasty meal that you can feed your family. And the next day, I'll take some of that roast beef if there's any left over and I'll shred it up and I'll throw it in a wrap with some lettuce and like some ranch or something like that. Mm. And it's delightful. It sounds delicious. It is so good. I love that you have multiple ways to repurpose it too because, you know, sometimes you make this big dinner and you may not want to eat that exact same thing again, but I love that you can then throw it in a wrap. And so it's same but different. Well, Ryan will take um, – Dave and I were talking about garlic bread earlier. Ed, Ryan will take two pieces of that Texas toast garlic bread. He'll get those all done up. He'll put the roast beef on there. He'll put some leftover instant mashed potatoes on there, put a little bit of gravy, and eat it like a sandwich. Mm, he was probably talking about garlic bread because um, – Because you have 29 boxes have of 29 it. boxes. <laughs> I mean, is there a household that this does not have? If this does not happen at your house, I want to know you because you're obviously a better human than me. But you get in these like modes like, okay, we need more rice. We need more rice. We need more rice. We need more rice. And for whatever odd reason, you end up with 100 bags of rice and no mashed potatoes. And I feel (laughs) like it happens with like different things too. Like one minute we'll have no cereal. So I'll remember to order cereal 16 times. And then we have 55 boxes of cereal, but we have no milk. And I can't be the only one that this happens to. Like, this happens to us, but with ranch because both of my kids are little. Well, all three of them are little. Um, Everett hasn't, um, he hasn't developed um, an addiction to ranch yet. Like, my seven year old, my five year old, it's coming. Nothing can be eaten without ranch at our house. Chicken, I'm not just talking chicken nuggets, french fries, I'm talking green beans, broccoli, cauliflower, salad, sandwiches cheese sticks, everything gets ranch on it. So if you go into my basement pantry, I have more ranch than Kroger because I bought all their ranch. (laughs) Right. Well, there's just those things that like you don't want to run out because the kids will be like, oh my God, I can't believe we don't have garlic bread. (laughs) You're like, okay, I didn't know it was that serious, but now I don't have to ever hear you because we have garlic bread for 785 years. I mean, Jesus is going to come and we're going to have the garlic bread when we get to heaven. It's like uh, the loaves and fish story. We have many loaves. (laughs) I bring the loaves, you bring the fish. We're good to go. (laughs) Sounds great. We're feeding all the people. And on that note, praise Jesus, amen, this episode is over. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You know you're going to want to come back for more. Share this because at the very least, you're going to get a couple giggles, if not learn some amazing things that you can apply in your own life. Share it on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, go subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening and drop us a love note. We love to hear from our listeners. Um, If you prefer email, my email is Kylie, K-Y-L-E-E at mystarsacademy.com. Just let us know what you want to hear. Tell us that we're fabulous or maybe if we're not um, and come back for more next week. Yeah, more grit, grace and real estate. Ciao. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend and drop us a five-star review so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, 
Grace and Real Estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our YouTube channel, The Elite Life Podcast. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.